Hey, welcome back. Episode three. The big three. I'm Bean Levier. And I'm James Brown. And guess what? It's the Island Shuffle. This is a podcast where we watch Lost Out of Order for some reason. <laughs> uh, we don't watch it front to back. We watch it in order decided by a random number generator. And What this... is the random number generator site that we're using? Uh, I, I've never been on it. Absolutely. For full transparency, we are using random.org. Uh, That's so random. It's very random. It's man, the thing about it, it's so random. It's almost like a new Grand's Flash animation from the early aughts. It's just so random. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I tell a lot of people, hey, I'm doing a podcast now. You know, it's not a big deal, but mm-hmm. you know, I might blow up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And they're like, firstly, that's so random. Secondly, what's it about? And I mm-hmm. tell them what it's about, and then they go, that's so random. Mm-hmm. Nobody can handle. I mean. It's not just random, it's a little surreal, too. Yeah. There's twists and turns. You've made us some fine martinis here, uh, James, and I thank you for them. Hey, you're welcome. The clink yeah. of the glass? It's not episode three without getting a little boozy. Absolutely. And, uh, boy, we needed it after this week's mm. episode. No, I'm just kidding. This was actually fine. Um, this was bizarre, though. It was definitely bizarre. It definitely will take some talking through. Uh, let me catch you guys up to speed. Last week, we watched season six, episode nine. Abiterno. This week, and I swear I'm not doctoring this, I promise, uh, but we, I ended up rolling episode six, sorry, season six, episode eight, Recon, which is the episode before the one we watched last week, which is weird. What are the odds of that? They're very low. I feel like I thought about making the odds earlier, and mm-hmm. how would you do that? You would multiply mm-hmm. like 120 by 120? I think so, yeah. So that's that's a, that's a, a decent lot. amount. That's like a six-digit figure, probably. That's twelve times twelve with two zeros in front of it. Yeah. And in the ninth grade, I knew what twelve times twelve was. I think it's one hundred and forty-four. So it's fourteen thousand something. Fourteen thousand four hundred. Perfect. Great. Hey. Now that that's out of the way. Now, now that we know the odds. You can all put your calculators away. All three of you. Hey. Four of you. Hey, hey. The whole office is listening to this. Let's be real. Hey, listen. May the odds be ever in your favor. Mm-hmm. That's from The Hunger Games, and I just thought that would be a nice little random thing to say. <sighs> well, we, we like shows here. We like shows and here. And books and movies, too. And, uh, the, all, all forms of media. Video games, uh, audiobooks. I like apps. Mm. What's your favorite <laughs> app? Um, like, what have I been using a lot lately? Messenger app. Oh, that's a good. They're doing good stuff with that. I keep in contact with my friends that way. I don't like any app that gives you push notifications. I think that is rude. And whenever I see that, mm. I either disable or delete. But sometimes yeah. it's nice mm-hmm. because it's like, hey, do you want to know about this new feature on the app? And yeah. I'm like, hey, I, I forgot I had this app. I'm going to delete you now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice reminder that to clear to clear the space that you need on your phone. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm glad we can all agree on our favorite apps. <laughs> uh, so, why do you say we just dive right into this episode? We're still in season six. We're still in the ba- the, the weird season, the final season. Uh, Thank goodness. I don't even... You're you're new to, you're new to this uh, whole season. Where would you like to start? Um, I would like to start just by saying that when I heard we were going to watch the episode directly previous to the episode we had watched last week, mm-hmm. I assumed that the two would be related in any way whatsoever. They really are not. They're mm. really not. They have almost completely separate characters. This episode features, uh, first of all, 
features our good boy Sawyer. He's the central figure in the episode. Once again, yay! Give it up for Sawyer. Everybody, give it up for everyone's favorite handsome con man who plays by his own rules. He plays by his own rules. In this episode, though, um, a feature that I wouldn't have caught on to had you not explained to me. Hmm. He is also existing within this episode within an alternate universe where he is a policeman. So, what do you say we get this out of the way right now? We need to talk about one of the central features of season six. Oh, it's so... I don't even know where to start with this. All right. So... I kind of gave... So, oh god. I wasn't ready to have this conversation this early into the podcast, but I'm going to do my best. (sighs) (laughs) Oftentimes in the show, we see flashbacks pertaining to a certain character's backstory. Or in some instances, flash-forwards pertaining to their life post-island. In season six, we get what became known as Flash Sideways, which is apt. Um, God, okay. I think I'm going to try to keep this as broad strokes as possible. Effectively, we're seeing a glimpse into an alternate world where the Flight 815 never crashed on the island. Oh yeah, because there was mention of Sawyer having come back from Mm -hmm. Australia on Flight 815. Exactly. It did not crash. Exactly. It did not crash. It landed safely at LAX. But you know what? That's not the only thing that's different. In this crazy mixed up reality, Sawyer's not a con man. He's a cop. He's a cop! He's a gosh darn cop. And he's a darn good cop. He's a darn good cop that plays by the rules, except for in some instances. Where he doesn't play by the rules. He doesn't always play by the rules. And you know what rules he still doesn't abide by? Mm-hmm. The rules of love. Oh, baby, let me tell you. What did, what scene did we open on with uh, the Sawyer flashback moment? Uh, Sawyer flashback moment uh, opened with a scene very similar to the scene we saw in our very first episode. Uh, very similar to the long con. He's he's horning it up with a lady, and he's they're just, making love. They're making love. And no Sawyer, clothes, and but sheets. Sheets tastefully nice covering all the bits. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this the, is a network show. Of course. and This the, isn't HBO. Mm-hmm. This is TV. Yes, this is TV. I can confirm that this is television. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady's like, oh my gosh, Sawyer, you're the best lover ever. I love <laughs> I, That was so much fun. And Sawyer's like, haha, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and just like, and just exactly like in the season two episode we watched, he pulls a briefcase down and money spills out. And the lady's like, and Sawyer goes, you weren't supposed to see that, uh-oh. And then the lady goes, come on, seriously? You think I'm going to fall for that one? And uh, then pulls a gun on Sawyer. And Sawyer goes, I'm not trying to grift you. I'm a cop this whole time. And there's cops everywhere, so just like, just like be, I'll, just be cool. And that's the twist. The twist that is... That is the twist. The twist is Sawyer is not a conner anymore. He is a he, copy. He's a sort of conny cop. But I do like how no matter what universe Sawyer is in, mm-hmm. no matter what what side of the law that he is on, mm-hmm. he's still fucking a woman and grabbing a briefcase uh, full of money. Yes. Like, that is a Some, constant yeah. within his personality. Yeah, Some things are constant. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> there are infinite mm-hmm. universes, but we have not discovered to this point mm-hmm. a universe in which Sawyer is not... Fucking mm. a woman and then grabbing a briefcase full of money. It's true. Uh, it's absolutely true. 
the whole plot of his like alternate arc is very like loosey goosey. Um, his his partner's like, hey, you come back from uh, you came back from Florida, eh? And let me also let me you're probably lonely, right? Let me hook you up with some uh, lady I know. They go on a date. It's successful. They fuck again. Fuck count is two for Sawyer in well, this episode. Count is two like ten minutes into the episode. Yeah, ten minutes into the episode, Sawyer's already gotten his beak wet twice. <laughs> I felt gross saying that. <laughs> I felt very. It was, it was just objective truth. I, I mean, was, it's not, I'm I'm not wrong, but I am a little wrong. I guess the difference because we had watched a a normal universe Sawyer mm-hmm. in our very first episode, mm-hmm. and now we're watching alternate universe mm-hmm. Sawyer in which he is a cop. And I guess the difference between normal Sawyer and Cop Sawyer mm. is that Cop Sawyer fucks twice. Yeah, Cop Sawyer fucks twice. Normal Sawyer only needs to fuck once to get the job done. Um, <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, so, post-fucking, post uh, Sawyer goes up to get a glass of water. Uh, the lady starts rummaging through her drawers and finds a file says Sawyer on it. Oh. Opens it up. And guess what else is constant in this universe? Sawyer's tragic backstory, mm-hmm. where the path that set him onto conhood, in reality, I don't think we touched on this last time, but the path mm-hmm. that set him onto a life of crime was that a grifter who went by the name of Sawyer uh, conned his parents, and that led to his father killing his mother and then killing himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, While Sawyer was hiding under a bed. Yes, that is a vivid and gnarly scene from early in the show. That's one of the very few I remember very well from yeah. watching the show all these years past. Yeah, it's a wrecked scene. Um, anyways, that's the same in this episode, uh, in the, in this alternate um, reality or whatever it is. And effectively, Sawyer comes back to work and his partner's like, what did you do? And Sawyer's like, I don't know, she shouldn't have been rummaging. And his partner's like, what do you mean, your partner? I found out you weren't in Florida at all. You were in Australia. What the heck are you? You didn't tell, you told me you were in Florida. I'm mad and we're breaking up. And I think at this point we need to draw attention that like, why did it take this long for the partner to figure this out? They live in California. And Sawyer had told the partner, I'm going to Florida Mm -hmm. for a weekend Mm -hmm. to, like, relax on the beach. When Mm -hmm. it's like, you live in fucking California. Yeah. Who is going to Florida for a weekend to relax on the beach? Yeah. You got the beach. You got the the beach right there. You got one of the biggest beaches that there is. Just drive for an hour. You don't need to fly across the entire continent to relax at the beach. I think that's what, you know what? I think that's what tipped his partner off. I hope so. Sawyer should have thought, like, I'm going to Nebraska to, like, shop at the strip mall. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nebraska's famous strip mall. Um, uh, The mall where we also strip. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that this, would attract Sawyer. I mean, boy, howdy. Boy, that, that could have been the third fuck like, of this episode. <laughs> we only have two fucks in this episode. Please bring it up to three laws. <laughs> Please take us to Nebraska so we can get a third fuck in on this episode. Oh my god, but they don't because no. they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> this is what everyone is talking about. Yeah. When they're like, the sixth season is absurd. They're yeah. like, so you're only really fucked twice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh god. 
Anyways, the point is in this universe, Sawyer is not as good as Connie as he is in the real universe. Um, and ultimately, he comes clean to his partner, says, I've been hunting this guy ever since the day I was born. And the purpose of that scene is supposed to be, like, the reveal of, like, oh, you know. So what's different is he's a cop, but he's still hunting for what he can't find. Do you have any, like... Before we dive into the island stuff, do you have any questions about the this fucking weird alternate reality that I can clear up? Um, I could tell you exactly what it is if you'd like, or we can save that for. I don't for really want to know. Okay. The real thing that struck me about this alternate reality is they created this thing where Sawyer is a cop. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's sort of this weird buddy cop drama in these flashbacks. Mm-hmm. But they're so bad at writing and yeah. like filming that. Yeah, they it's can't so weird. do a buddy cop show. It's just like mm-hmm. Sawyer's acting is bad. Mm-hmm. His partner is a weirdo and like <laughs> and like doesn't really have a personality. His personality doesn't make sense. It sort of revolves on this thing where like, hey, my dad wants to set you up with his coworker, mm-hmm. which is not a plot point. Like that's not a thing that work. happens. That's a threes company ass thing that happens. And then like. There's no other discernible characters in this mm-hmm. reality, mm-hmm. even though like Kate there are, the there's there's the women that Sawyer fucks, I guess, of but course. essentially they just serve as an extension mm. of Sawyer. They don't mm-hmm. actually like do anything. There's the like, I guess it starts with like the dumb woman and the smart woman is how mm. they wrote it. They were like, here's the first one, and then she's gonna get arrested, and here's the smart one who's too smart for Sawyer. Mm-hmm. But completely devoid of personality, there's really nothing mm. in that universe to like yep. get you attached to anything, mm. which is I don't know because yep. because when they're um, doing things like on the island, I guess with characters that are well developed mm. in a universe that we already accept as like being real-ish, I guess, or mm. you're familiar with the writing and like or at least the acting and like. All of those things sort of work together. Mm. Everyone's character sort of seems like a completed person or a well-rounded character. Mm -hmm. But in this new universe that they created, it's so, like, paper thin. Yeah. Okay, you've pretty much touched upon the, like, another one of the central flaws of season six, which is that this fucking alternate world feels like... It feels like fan fiction. Yeah, it's it not literally, well It literally at all. is actually just fan fiction, and like, I I get like a tiny kick out of being like, oh, so sorry, and this guy, buddy cops, isn't that goofy? Yeah. There's, and there's one episode in particular where it's like, this is bananas that you guys actually went in that, this route. But for the most part, it's just like these guys kind of like, it really feels very thin, very devoid of anything. Like the central mystery of it is like, what is the actual nature of this thing that we're seeing? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it looks, it looks like, uh, like comparing the world that they exist in on the island mm-hmm. to the world, the alternate universe is mm-hmm. compare like comparing reality mm-hmm. to television mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where like one thing is so complex and mm-hmm. it's so full mm-hmm. and it's like. There's so many mm-hmm. ways to delve down, but mm. within that new universe that yeah. they've created, there's not even anything to wonder about yeah. because it's also flat. It's yes. also like mm. there's just no rabbit holes that you really want to explore because exactly. you feel like it's just not thought out half as well as their original universe. Yeah, was. it really feels like um, 
and we can and when we talk about what it actually is, we can dive a little more into the nature of it. But it mm-hmm. feels like a classic season six problem, which is that they got too over ambitious. They mm-hmm. really like the like idea of some of this thing, this mm-hmm. alternate world, and I could like. And there are glimpses of something that works in there mm-hmm. throughout season six, but altogether it just feels like a slog mm-hmm. overall, like a, just a kind of a thin slog that, at its very best, is fun and goofy to see the characters you know and love in weird situations. But yeah. like, also like it's the same goofy thing where it's like it's like no greater than like fan fiction yeah like, yeah, decent yeah. fan fiction maybe. like i feel like having seen two episodes of season six at this mm-hmm. point it's like it's so far from the original idea of lost and it's so mm-hmm. just devoid of i guess all of the like simple mm-hmm. meaning that the original lost had which was mm-hmm. like we're stuck on an island let's get off mm-hmm. season six sort of feels like a show where mm-hmm. if were they to try and pitch that show to anyone, it would yeah. never, ever, ever get Absolutely. made. And that's kind of why what's so uh, amazing about season six, in a way, that Lost, like, reaches this point. And, yeah! Like, it's, like, it's just so, I don't even, I, it's, it's a complicated whole mess that I have a lot of mixed feelings about. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move away from the sideways world... Uh-huh. One scene I really want to highlight. Uh-huh. Uh, at the end of a long, hard day, Sawyer's, Sawyer blew it with that lady. Um, Sawyer got yelled at by his partner, comes home to a bachelor pad. The walls are barren. Fridge doesn't have much, has a six-pack, cracks open a beer, pops out a frozen TV dinner, pops it in the microwave. And as most of us bachelors do... Crack turns on that cathode ray tube television and watches some fucking, like, Prairie Home Companion or whatever some it is. Vintage fucking TV. Mm-hmm. And they, and, he said, and they say something about how life is about living, laughing, and loving or whatever. And Sawyer gets a little twinkle in his eye. And uh, next scene we see, him in his classic leather jacket, knocks on the lady's door. And she's got in his hand... A single big sunflower and a fresh six pack, not the fresh one that he, not the one he's been plowing through to get through a little house on the prairie, but uh, a whole new one for the night. That's an interesting insight into who Sawyer really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, who I guess alternate universe mm. Sawyer really is. Where it's like <laughs> he couldn't have drank. Well, maybe he could have, mm-hmm. but see, my assumption is that he didn't drink that much beforehand yeah. because he drove there. Yeah. And he, you only saw him crack a singular beer when mm-hmm. he was watching TV, and mm-hmm. it seemed like his his epiphany while watching TV was relatively early on yeah. in the yep. in the TV watching session. So he presumably, in my mind, he had five beers left in the fridge mm-hmm. and went and bought another <laughs> six pack well, to take to his lady friend's house with a sunflower. Well, if I show up with five beers, that's two for her, two for me, and then what are we going to do with this extra exactly. beer? Gotta get a six pack so that's even. That way we can shotgun three. <laughs> Hell Yeah! Oh boy, I wish we saw Sawyer gun one. I wish we saw any of the characters on Lost uh, shotgun a beer. Who do you think would be best at shotgunning one? And it, well, I guess I mean Sawyer. 
Obviously. No, I, I don't think so Sawyer. at all. I think it's got to be a sleeper character, like, right. like fucking Jin or someone. Uh, Jin can probably gun one. Jin can, because I feel like he's just, he's so business. Mm-hmm. That, and he takes everything so seriously. There's mm-hmm. never they try and feign humor with Jin, and it yeah. never quite works. Yeah. So like, I feel like this would be a good attempt of them feigning humor with Jin. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it turns out he's really good at shotgunning, yeah. and that's supposed to be funny. But we're all like, holy shit, Jin's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. continues to be sort of badass, but mostly. Yeah. Like, they use his language barrier as a cop-out to give him a real personality. Yep, 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 yep. They sure do that. Uh, we can dive into Jin uh, when we get to one of the several Sun and Jin episodes. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole That's a whole other fish of worms. It's good that, it's good that they never get individual episodes. And of course. the Korean couple is always fucking mm. relegated yes. to this, like, you don't have individual personalities. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are defined by each other and also your race. Race. Yeah, mm. it's really a it's yeah. really a bizarre treatment. Definitely, definitely not great. No, that's a con- I think that's a conversation for another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's talk about what happens on the dang old island, because it's worth noting that in the episode following this one, which we watched last episode, it's going to get confusing. Um, <laughs> in Abbe Terno and in Recon. There are not two of the same characters, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a completely separate cast of characters, yeah. with a few exceptions. We You're see Locke for a bit right. at the end of Abbe Terno. He does not say words, though. He does not say words. He looks at the camera menacingly. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, where do we... Where do we? I guess we start at the start, right? Uh, Sawyer shows up to Jin, says, hey, get up. I'm here. I'm I'm here to hang out. I'm here with Locke. Jin says that's not Locke. Uh, Locke's dead. Locke's dead. And Sawyer says I know. And the whole plot of the episode more or less revolves around this kind of this kind of very sad <laughs> group of folks that Locke has gathered it to sucks. help him to help that him. Fucking sucks. It's not a fun group. It's a lot. They. I assume they. Locke's got them with the intent of helping him to get off the island. Uh-huh. We know at the, we the audience know at this point that Locke is a smoke monster. I don't think uh-huh. we know for sure that he wants to escape. Maybe it's revealed in this episode. He revealed in this episode mm-hmm. that he wants to escape. Yeah. He said to Sawyer that he mm-hmm. wants to escape. I mm-hmm. said, you guys keep trying to keep me on because mm-hmm. you think you're protecting the island. All I want to do is get off the island. Exactly. And it's like, what he doesn't reveal is that he's the devil incarnate he trying to mm-hmm. unleash his mm-hmm. carnage upon the entire exactly. world. But, I mean, if he told Sir that, Sir would probably be like, fuck, exactly. I'll do whatever you want. Exactly. You see a lot of... Uh, a lot of fake lock trying to con Sawyer. Sawyer kind of trying to con him back. Decent amount of conning in this episode. A lot of conning. It's a Sawyer episode. It's a Sawyer so episode. It, it's a lot of conning. Mm-hmm. You might say it's a long con. Oh, it is. It's not it's quite a, a long 42 con. It's a 42 minute con. Minute con. Uh, it's a 121 episode con. If you ask me. Uh, okay, so let's go through everybody we see and why they're there. I forget why Jin's there. Jin like disappears. Up the Plays no part yeah. in the episode. Jin, Jin's just like, hey, okay. 
I um, think it was it it literally mm-hmm. seemed like a situation where it's like this is an actor or like a character mm-hmm. who's still on the island and this yep. is an actor who's still like on yep. contract yep. for it's however a, many episodes yep. it's a real roll call of an episode yeah um uh, gosh Kate's there and I forget what her motivations are Sawyer is just Kate, like wants to get off the island Kate mopes Kate's, mo- Kate's moping Kate re- doesn't really know what's up she uh, mopes for a decent reason though yeah, because Claire mm-hmm. is Claire. literally trying to kill Kate. Yes, we haven't talked about Claire. Claire is a character who's been there for since season one. Spends season one pregnant, gives birth on the island, has that baby. That baby's special, so they say. Uh, and all sorts of wacky stuff happens with that baby. Ultimately, Claire spends some years in the jungle going crazy and ends up coming back. Uh, when we see her again, she has this horrible skeleton of Alf that she oh, keeps in a crib yeah, as a baby. So it's, it's not yeah. a good-looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, like, <laughs> I remember at, at the time, I think I was like, oh, yikes, but, like, looking back, pretty funny-looking. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny-looking. What is it? Like, in theory, it must be something that's... I'm, so it's like a raccoon with like I a fucking so. skeleton. Yeah, I think head. there's some buttons on there for eyes. It's weird because mm-hmm. this is supposed to be her child. Yeah. And she chose a skeleton head. Yeah, like she could have picked a bushel of mm-hmm. hay to be her child. Mm-hmm. She could have like really anything at all, but she chose the scariest thing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think she's gone a little uh, nutty in the head from spending so much time around. Uh, I think. Locke literally called her crazy. Locke actually slaps her in this Locke episode. Locke slaps her. You know, we've seen that made me uncomfortable to look mm-hmm. at. Uh, there's a lot of good scenes of, uh, I think, I think this scene has some problems. Or not, not this scene, this whole season has some problems. But <laughs> bless Terry O'Quinn, the actor who plays Locke, for really actually committing to playing this weird, fake hollow version of himself absolutely because like when you see like real lock and it's like oh here's like a whole human being and then seeing him play like a facsimile of that who like doesn't understand how to empathize Mm -hmm. it's there's a lot of like fantastic scenes of him just trying desperately to relate to people and like no nonsense like sociopath conning sawyer and stuff it was really enjoyable for Mm -hmm. me to watch because Locke had always sort of depended on his, like, he's a deep person. Mm-hmm. He's, like, mm-hmm. he has such a rich backstory of, mm-hmm. like, triumph and mm-hmm. hardship. And, mm-hmm. like, he's he's such a, like, such an empowering story. And mm-hmm. he's, he's, like, he really loves everyone. Mm-hmm. And he really wants everyone to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the very few things that they did a good job of in Absolutely. this episode. Mm-hmm was sort of creating this character that on paper has mm-hmm. all those characteristics mm-hmm. but they're so thinly veiled mm-hmm. and they're so like they're so clearly not mm-hmm. the same character that you were watching before mm-hmm. even though it's tough to exactly well I guess no sometimes it's very blatant and actually mm-hmm. ridiculous but yeah. I think they did a decent job at least of like giving him the mm-hmm. lock characteristics while also expressly making this character that was like so paper thin it's like it's like 
the John Locke that we see right here mm. is just as unconvincing mm. as the Sawyer we see in the alternate universe. Mm -hmm. But in this particular instance, because this Locke is being controlled by the smoke monster, mm. that works really well rather yeah. than being like unintentionally comical. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, final, I think final roll call. Saeed is there. He's deadpan. He's a zombie. He's, I forget exactly what happens to him in this season, but he spends most of it just being like, uh, Mobia. They soul. killed his character yeah. because, like, I remember really enjoying when he was on screen. Mm -hmm. He sort of brings a different perspective to things. Mm -hmm. He's so like level-headed. He's so level-headed mm -hmm. and like useful. He's mm -hmm. very skilled in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And here it's like Kate is literally getting like attacked with a knife by Claire, mm -hmm. and he has no response. He has no response. He's just like, well, that's something that's happening. Yeah, and like. Yeah, I wonder why that is. It's, it's uh, definitely Saeed's arc is one of the more disappointing parts of season six uh -huh. for sure. It's very underwhelming. Uh, I think that's pretty much the whole gang. He also has a ragtag bunch of uh, folks. I forget who they are. They suck. They, they suck. they suck. They're gross to look at. I don't um, care about them. All right, so Locke's talking to the boys. He's saying. You've all got questions. It'll be a couple more days till you get answers. Uh, which is pretty much the writers of the show talking to us, the audience. Um, and he says, hey, Sawyer, come with me. Listen, I'm going to let you in on something. That smoke thing that killed all the stuff back there, that was me. I'm the smoke thing. Also, help me out. Look, over there, there's an island. There's some folks on that island who I think do want to do me harm. Go over there and do some recon for me. Some reconnaissance, if you will. And... <laughs> having fun? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, James Brown is uh, has his tongue in his martini glass and is doing some fun stuff with the toothpick. Trying to get a toothpick out of the glass with my tongue. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> I don't know. It started really innocently. Yeah. <laughs> I was not aware that it was occurring almost. <laughs> I guess it is a perfect metaphor for this show. Yes, It exactly. started, I was just yeah. putting my mouth to a delicious drink. Mm -hmm. And it's like, everything's good. Mm -hmm. This is going to go great. And, and, before, then, and, like, and before you know it, we've been talking for almost a minute about a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> Around season three and a half, the yeah. tongue slipped in. Yeah. <laughs> Seasons four through six are the tongue trying to get the toothpick out. Mm -hmm. And gone. God. Yeah, that's a. Oh God, I'm tr I'm trying to think of other ways we could torture that metaphor and connect this with Lost, but I don't think there are any. So, uh, <laughs> if you think of any, write us. Yes, please uh, write us. P.O. Box, three ten thirty thirty, Greco. Greco. Hey, pizzeria. Pizzeria. So, lock sales, not lock. My goodness, this Sawyer. This martini's hitting me, dude. <laughs> I'm slipping my tongue everywhere. God. <laughs> what is right under the toothpick in the glass. Right under the toothpick in the glass. So Sawyer canoes across the island. As you do. As you do. And he goes up, he sees a big old plane, and he sees a pile of dead bodies, and he hears some rustling in the bushes, mm -hmm. and he pulls out his gun. And he goes up, and there's this uh, nerdy Tina Fey-looking lady in a blue shirt there, and she's like, don't kill me, I was one of the survivors of this flight. Uh, to clarify, this flight is how the gang got back to the island. Mm 
Uh, this is something that we will cover in later detail on a later episode, I'm sure. Uh, it's convoluted, to say the least. On a later episode, mm-hmm. but also... On an earlier episode. Island Shuffle, baby. Island Shuffle. Who, daddy? So. This is fucked. What if we get the episode before this one? Oh, no. What if we get the episode after Abbe Turner? <laughs> I don't... We can't do season six next episode. I don't think... Yeah, I'm gonna call it right now. If we get season six, I'm not even gonna include season six on the next roll. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but this... No, we, we should include it and be straight up about what happens, but I, I want it to be in the cards Here's, and then yeah. for us to... I want us to beat season six. Here's, you know? Yeah, I'll include season six in the next episode, but, like, I... As long as it's not adjacent to these two episodes. It's, How's that? Yeah. How's that? Okay. That sounds good to me. Okay. It's so absurd. It's crazy. It's a really interesting, though. I I find it so funny that us watching two episodes that mm-hmm. technically occur one after another, mm-hmm. um, albeit we watched the later one before the mm-hmm. earlier one. They're still so disconnected. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it sort of really highlights the like funny aspect of yep. like watching them yep. in a random order. Yep. Where it's like... We are almost getting the very same yes. effects that we had between mm-hmm. seasons two and season six yes. as we are between two different episodes in season six. It's actually completely bananas. That's actually <laughs> so correct. It's so ridiculous. That's... I I can't believe it. No, I I I am constantly shocked yeah. by <laughs> what this show has become in the later seasons. God, it, I had no clue what it was going to be. I assumed that the show just ended bad. <laughs> I did not know that they found new ways to like oh, yeah. really ruin television. Oh yeah, they they, they get buck wild with it. <laughs> they really rode this one like and that's what I appreciate about it, is that they don't just they are just like Bleh. they really like pull out all the stops. They they did a bad job very creatively. Yes, absolutely. I think that is an excellent way of <laughs> describing the, the, the descent of the show. They do a bad job, but I would rather watch something that swings for the fences and completely yeah. misses than something that is just like puttering about. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <sighs> this lady claims to be a survivor of the flight. Sawyer quickly figures out, hey, you're conning me, buddy. And pulls a gun on her, and she goes, she does a classic whistle, and a bunch of fucking nerds emerge from the bushes and go, put your weapons down. That's something that happens a lot on this show, is like, you think you have the upper hand on me? And then, everybody's... Everyone's in the bushes. Mm, Even though you guys walked, like, a fair distance, I don't Mm. know, these guys are fucking nerds. They don't Mm. look like Mm -hmm. fucking... They actually, like... To be to clarify, we've seen a lot of like han- like a lot of handsome dudes, a lot of like people who look look like haggard because they've been on the island forever. These dudes are just like like uh, your your buddies from the office. <laughs> yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Or you know, if you're like the hot dude in the office, they're mm-hmm. the guys you don't talk to in the yes, office. Like, absolutely. These... Or you know, if you're the boss in the office, these are the people who are your underlings. Or yes. you know. Say you drive the bus to the office, these people probably come on the bus yes. to the office. They wear plaid and blue jeans. There's a lot of ways that you can have these people in your life. Is Say you're saying. a mother. <laughs> Say. You could have had one of these kids. You could have. Your kid could turn out just like this one, sort of boring. Hey. Has a gun in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> comes out the womb boring him with a gun. <laughs> 
that's but that is I think a testament to mm-hmm. how boring these people yeah, look. Yeah, they're very not they're very just like you know what it feels like to me? And I don't think this is really what it is. Uh-huh. But it feels like they're people who won a contest to be on Lost. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely does. It's like, you don't look like you're good mm. actors. No. And they're not given they're not. any particular role. No, really, they pop out with guns and have no lines and leave mm. immediately. Mm. It really does feel like that. Mm. It's like they opened the mm. right bottle of Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And because, no, there was, none of them added anything. They all looked incredibly boring, which is just a bizarre choice on the show's part to have these people look Mm -hmm. so insanely average. For a show that is good at even its lesser characters being, like, at least memorable looking, Mm -hmm. to just, like, and I... And I kind of now I'm starting to feel mean about it. I'm starting to feel mean about raining on this. Group We've been of railing on like yeah. <laughs> average dudes. Yeah, like, with these oh, they're dudes. not they're not up to my standards of Hollywood beauty. Yeah, but oh, I feel dude. like yeah, yeah, that's fair. I feel like I mm. guess the thing is they were just supposed to be intimidating and they were not. Yes, exactly. And it was mm. in a very tense scene. Yes. It was supposed to be this big yeah. reveal. Yes, and it really took us out of it. Yeah, a couple mm. of computer programmers yeah. popped out of the bushes. Anyways, uh, the, nerd, the nerd crew uh, takes uh, Sawyer to a nearby submarine because of course there's a submarine on the... Of course there's a submarine. Don't worry about yeah. it. How else are you going to get to the island? What? A boat? A plane? God damn it. Uh, no, it's a submarine. I mean, there's Lots of ways to get to and from the island. The submarine. Hosts, you can turn off your TV. You can turn, <laughs> uh, the submarine hosts a fellow by the name of Charles Widmore. This fellow serves as kind of an other antagonist. I don't want to get into his whole deal. Uh, it's complicated. Uh, he's Desmond's father-in-law. I don't know if you remember Desmond. I do sort of remember Desmond. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if I saw his demise, but he was in the hatch. Yeah, he was in the hatch. He's and a... he was on a boat race, and he yep. fucked up. Exactly. He fucked up real bad. Anyways, he's that guy's father-in-law. He also sent a freighter to the island to kill everybody. Long story short, apparently now he's here. And he says, and says, Sawyer, what are you doing here? And so he comes pretty much clean to him and says, uh, Locke, fake Locke, you know, you know, you're familiar with him. He sent me here to scope out the scene and tell you what, uh, I'm willing to tell Locke that the coast is clear if you give, promise to give me safe passage off of this island. And sure enough, that, uh, Widmore says, heck yeah. And uh, Locke, not Locke, God, Sawyer, so many character names that I'm going to have trouble keeping them off straight, no matter, like, this is, the, this is the obstacle of drinking while recording, is that mm. I'm going to jumble up names constantly. I so, think we've laughed more in this episode than we, we did have. in previous We've been so. giggly. I've been looking at the waveform, and I've seen some big bumps. Yeah, that's uh, what it's all about. Sorry, your yes. ears. Sorry, sorry. Listener. We are actually sorry. Hope I'm you're sorry. not using headphones. We've all listened to Pete Holmes' podcast and been like, Pete, like, back away from the microphone with that mammoth laugh. Come on. And I'll, like, if you're not listening to this on a hi-fi speaker, then you're really missing out on yeah, the experience. Yeah, exactly. You didn't get the high-quality clink. You didn't hear our uh, good mouth noises and coughs in full uh, HD. Um, anyways. <laughs> gotta wrap this up. Sawyer comes back and pretty much gives Locke exactly the straight skinny, says... I told them the coast was clear. I told them, like, I told them I would tell them the coast is clear. 
and Widmore's there, and they're setting up stuff to keep you out. Uh, why don't you go there, and uh, when you attack, you can, uh, like, we'll have them completely caught off guard. He's basically, uh-huh. he's basically kind of on autopilot, double-crossing both parties. Mm-hmm. And eventually he sits down with Kate and says, like, uh, I only care about one thing anymore. I'm not the same sir that was in season two, where my cons were all these perfect schemes and made out of selfishness. I'm going to play these two parties against each other, and while they're fighting it out, we're going to hijack that sub and get off the island. Mm -hmm. That's the way the episode ends. I'm going to take a glance at my notes to see if there's anything that I want to... anything I failed to cover, but I'm pretty sure we got it all. Um, I would like to draw to attention the scene where Locke was talking to Kate... Looking yes. at the other island that Sawyer was on. Yes, this happens. Uh, Kate is sad because she almost just got murdered by Claire. <laughs> uh, and this is the, this is the scene where Locke has to slap Claire, and that's a very rough scene to see. Uh, Kate's sad. Locke comes up and says, "I want to talk to you," and gives like a really good, insincere smile. A good like, I don't know how to smile. Uh, I don't uh, kind of smile, uh, and uh, take it away. Um, Locke says, I know how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And then Kate says, what? (laughs) And then Locke says, I had a crazy mother. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a, like, buck wild thing for him to, to go off on. It was, like, really unrelated to Mm -hmm. anything, it seems, Mm -hmm. at the time. And yep. he also, he doesn't, after saying, I had a crazy mother, mm-hmm. he doesn't talk about his crazy mother yep. at all. He doesn't really explain. He talks in, like, vague platitudes, Yeah, uh, as you do when you're revealing something uh, important to the lore on the show. And uh, Kate finally goes, why are you telling me this? And uh, Sawyer goes, because now Aaron has a crazy mother, too. Yeah. And it's Claire like... Aaron is gone crazy. God, what are you... What are you... You you did that to her. Yeah. You drove her mad. Firstly, First of all, you did that to her. Secondly, what is even going on right here? Yeah, second that's such a like non it's it's, it's absolutely like the writers just being like, "Oh god, we got to give him we got to give the fans something about this guy's backstory yeah. cuz nobody knows what's going on." But they need so, the script today. They need the script now. Um, and it's so, it's so weird and forced and, uh, not good. It's not a good scene. It's a funny scene. It's a funny scene. I laughed. It's not supposed to be a funny scene. Exactly. Season six is full of funny scenes that are not meant to be funny scenes. This episode was good for that. How did you, how did you like this episode overall? I actually really enjoyed it. I think I liked it more than the last episode. Yeah, the last episode dragged Whenever, like, you were saying that the last episode was one of the better ones of season six, mm-hmm. and whenever I was talking to other people, too, because mm-hmm. some of our friends are very big Lost fans, mm-hmm. and we were talking about the show, mm-hmm. and what we're doing, and what we just watched, which was the Richard episode, mm-hmm. they said that that was one of the better episodes in season six, mm-hmm. but I found that at least this episode at least sort of resembled... The loss that I had known before follows mm. the structure. Yeah, people it, want to get off. People want to get off the island, and Sawyer's a con man. Yeah, There's, exactly. It, it has exactly. some basic elements. There. Exactly, and sort of. So mm. I took comfort in that. Um, I guess 
it's tough to say it was really good because mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it for the same reasons that I enjoyed the episode in season two. Mm-hmm. I thought the season two episode was actually good TV, and I thought this one was a pretty hilarious, like attempt at being the show it once was and Mm -hmm. I was really up for the idea that like okay it's gonna be bad Mm -hmm. and then it was legitimately entertaining but not necessarily in all the right ways yeah yeah it was kind of a it was a real like uh, I mean season 6 kind of does that a lot where it kind of like does throwbacks to the old stuff uh-huh. and kind of a like even though it has this kind of like grand like it's alternate universe and also god and the devil are fighting wow it also does like but hey we know where we came from yeah story is going to be a common we're going to be doing some trying to get off the island stuff uh just classic island shenanigans i really enjoyed that aspect of things mm-hmm. firstly just for the nostalgia trip yeah that's pretty much what it is and like lord forgive me it does it does work for me sometimes I also enjoy it though just in a like accepting because I knew going into things that the later seasons were not very good and I do and so I knew coming into it it's not like I'm someone watching this being like please god let them wrap it up well yeah 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 like so I'm so mm. I'm so down to just watch them like Mm mm-hmm do a bad job of trying to recreate what yep. was good about the show and yeah. I find that enjoyable to mm-hmm. experience especially mm-hmm. having watched some of the show and having mm-hmm. been really into it but mm-hmm. then losing interest also absolutely I'll tell you that um, the season was very infuriating to watch back in the day live yeah because I would that, imagine because all that like alternate universe stuff was like you can't I this is such a waste of time. Yeah, There's no it really answers is. being given It's so here. meaningless. It's so meaningless. The and then, show. and then, like uh, looking back, I'm just like, eh, this is fine. This is pretty fun. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's it. I think it's really enjoyable to re- mm-hmm. revisit this show, well removed from its Absolutely. immediate effect, and Absolutely. like just. Yeah, because it feels like everyone has accepted it as a certain thing at this point. Yes, exactly. Everyone has accepted it as a like. It was once good, then it sucked. Exactly. But, and like, I think there's a, I think there's a little more to it than that, but also not much more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, I think that pretty much wraps up our thoughts on this episode that we call Recon. Recon. Uh, we've got a, I think, like, I want to just uh, say Sarah's sweet goodbyes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I've been Bean. I've been James Brown. <laughs> and Steve Brown just wrote, walked into this room and wrote down Get Lost on the newspaper and showed it to us. You may have heard it. You may have heard it, and I liked it a lot. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, it, was, it was a clever move. It was... I feel like his entrance was mm. not as graceful as he wanted it to mm-hmm. be, and then he completely embraced that fact mm. and was like, you know what? Yeah. If this is going to happen, yeah. let's make it fucking let's make it happen. happen. Let's make it happen. It was it was a really good metaphor for season six of Lost. Yeah, where it's just like you know what, let's just go for it. Let's just go for it. Let's and I thought that's the way to do it. That's that's really the way to do it. It's so better to we it, all just get lost. It's it's better to burn out than to fade away. It's better to shoot for the stars because even if you miss, you space. Yeah, you got it. Hey, I've been Bean. I've been James. And. Get lost. I don't think that's going to stick as our sign-off phrase, but it seems appropriate considering what just happened. Get lost today.
Get lost today.